Analysis paralysis is the inability to decide, and it's the result of overthinking. Hi, I'm Hansel McCoy, and welcome to Progression Lab. So, analysis paralysis can manifest itself in feeling stuck, putting things off, poor quality work, and sometimes not taking any action. Analysis paralysis has a really close relationship with being a perfectionist. And being a perfectionist is when you strive towards flawlessness, often by self-critical evaluations or by concerns regarding the evaluations of others. And so, as you can imagine, this is a really important subject. And so, here are 12 solutions for this. My first solution is trying to make your data more clear, the data you're using to make your decisions, because often the way we visualize data directly impacts how we perceive it. And so if you try to make your data more simple, you might find it more easy to come up with your solutions. Secondly, try to bear in mind that it's difficult to make choices that involve difficult trade-offs. So try to think your outcomes through and assess the real impact of things not working out, because Often the worst case scenario isn't actually as bad as we think it's gonna be. Thirdly, give yourself a deadline and try to set it theoretically before things would actually take a turn. Fourthly, consider changing your decision over time. If you're a digital expert writing an executive summary, consider monitoring fluctuations until a more concrete explanation can be identified. Believe in yourself. Sometimes overanalyzing is completely natural and we just need to take a leap of faith. Six, Clearly identify your goal beforehand and make a plan as to how you'll approach the task. Reach out for relevant feedback. Sometimes if we delegate a decision, it can be the quickest way of getting out of analysis paralysis. Don't reach out to too many people though, because sometimes that in itself can cause new issues. Eighthly, and off the back of my last point, sometimes it's difficult to make decisions when we have too many options, so try to shorten them down. Also, sometimes when our options seem too similar, it can be difficult to make a decision. So try to differentiate them in some way, make them distinct. Try to reduce the amount of rules you're using to make your decisions. Maybe you've just came out of a progression lab workshop and you've got dozens of problem solving tools. Don't try to apply all of them. Think of the most relevant because often when we apply too many rules, it can make the decision and the conclusion harder to come to. Penultimately, and this can be really hard, but try to remove yourself from the situation and just think of things objectively. Finally, remember that practice makes perfect. So the more you get used to solving a particular type of problem, the easier it will get to solve in the future. Now there are a couple of misconceptions which often lead to analysis paralysis. The first is that working hard is equal to working on the problem. That's not true. Often we're working really hard on something, but that does not mean that we're making progress. The second common misconception is that doing nothing is better than doing something imperfectly. That's also not true. Sometimes we just need somewhere to start. Our instinct when confronting big decisions is often not to make any decision at all. But in many instances, making incorrect choices are key to growth and we need to fail faster. So in true progression lab fashion, I don't wanna leave you without an actual practical that you can do with your teams when you encounter analysis paralysis. And I would like to take you through the prioritization metrics. So the prioritization metrics is a 2D visual that shows the relative importance of a set of items against relative criteria. They allow us to objectively identify the most important items in a structured way. Step one, as a team, determine the items that you'll be prioritizing. 
This is essentially determining the options behind your analysis paralysis. Define the criteria to which you'll be using to perform your prioritization. So if you're experiencing analysis paralysis for design ideas, this could be impact on the user versus feasibility to actually produce it. Um, if you're experiencing analysis paralysis for deciding on different personas, this could be the percentage of your user base versus the ROI. Step three is determining your scale. This could be as simple as high to low. And step four you do once you've filled out your prioritization metrics, once you've assigned the items to where they should be on the graph, ask yourselves the following. Are the items that were in the same place really equal? Are the items that were at the ends of the scales, do they really belong there? And some items you may have not been able to place, maybe they received no votes. Ask yourselves why. And so that practical is called a prioritization metrics. Send me some pictures of yours and let me know how it works out. And so I hope you enjoyed that. Of course, do your own research before implementing on anything mentioned and join the discussion below. To benefit from a fully bespoke creative workshop, head on over to progressionlab.co.uk. All Progression Lab workshops are engaging, fun, fast-paced, and most importantly, relevant to your teams and your business. You can also find me on LinkedIn or Instagram. Share this episode if it was useful, and I look forward to seeing you next time.